We are here today, and we've got some things I need to talk about just to get them off my chest. Uh, by the way, I'm doing this a little later today. I actually wasn't going to do one at all, but um, I actually had some issues with a... I had to go to the eye doctor today, so I got my eyes dilated, and you know how that goes. If you've ever had it done, it's a real pain. You, you can't see anything. They give you those little goofy little glasses when you're leaving. And uh, they, they work to some degree, but here's, here's what I find amazing. First of all, well, there were actually two things I found amazing today. Uh, the first one is that under normal circumstances, when you have any kind of, any kind of uh, medical procedure, what's the first thing they ask? If you're having an outpatient thing, any, any kind of thing, it, it could be the, even the most uh, uh, general, uh, s- simplest procedure. They want to know if you've got somebody to drive you home, right? You've heard that. Is someone here to take you home? We can't let you go unless you've got someone to take you home. Well, if they dilate your eyes, they really don't give a rat's ass because I couldn't see, <laughs> I couldn't see anything. I was driving home basically blind. And apparently that's okay, which I think is hilarious, by the way. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And if it's not here nor there, then where is it, right? Oh, and the other thing was this. Now, I'm going into a medical place, and this was in St. Louis, on Manchester Road, the uh, Retina Eye Center or something. I've been there several times. Very nice people. Don't get me wrong. Doctor's wonderful. I have an issue with my right eye. Uh, nothing major. I uh, don't even notice it, but it is an issue. So, anyway, I go up to the front, and, of course, they make you wear a mask. You know, without a doubt, got to have a mask. Says it before you walk into the door. And, obviously, this is St. Louis County. So if you know anything about St. Louis County, you know they're all insane on the, um, um, I don't know what they call it, board of directors, I guess. But anyway, they're, they're nuts down there. They're nuts. The, they, it, the slightest, it's the slightest, uh, uh, anything slight, they're, they're ready to throw their masks on. We, we can't. We'll have these. I, I, I predicted in St. Louis County, my great-grandchildren will be buying uh, masks. That's my... That's my uh, uh, prediction on that. I, I'll be long gone, but I'll bet you'll still be having, you know, you're, you're, it'll be necessary to wear a mask in the county of St. Louis and probably city proper as well. That would not surprise me in the least. But anyway, what, what was funny, you know, these are all people in the medical field, right? And uh, I had, you know, obviously I had to wear a mask when I was in the uh, doctor's office and he was wearing a mask as well and everybody there was wearing a mask. But as I'm exiting, I'm talking to the girl there. I needed to get a copy of the uh, doctor's notes and some other stuff for further, you know, for my insurance, that, that kind of thing. Anyway, she said, how are you doing? I said, well, I'm doing pretty good. I said, it seems like the uh, uh, allergies are really bothering me right now because it, it has been for about a month. And, uh, you know, I don't have COVID. And, and now they did not check you. I will give them this. They did not check my temperature when I walked in, which I thought was a little odd. So I guess we've made that step, that jump from checking your temperature, which apparently means nothing, to just wearing the masks, which is fine. But anyway, we're talking about allergies. And I said, yeah, the allergies are really bothering me this year. And she goes, the gal goes, you know, she says, we've had, everybody here's had the same problem with allergies. She said, it's just unbelievable. She said, I think it's because of this. And she was pointing at the vent above her, her desk. and well, Actually, it was behind her desk, but over like the copier and the fax machine and all that stuff. And she said, I think it's because that dust is coming in from the vents. And I said, really? 
And I, I didn't want to get into a whole thing about masks and stuff because it's none of my business. You want to wear a mask, it's fine with me. I don't care. But you do realize, and I, I was, what I was going to tell her or ask her was, you do realize that a dust particle is a lot larger than a virus. Okay? Viruses you have to see. I'm not even sure you can see with a uh, microscope. So they're really teeny, 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 tiny. Okay? Now, a dust, a dust particle is pretty huge. You can see it with the naked eye because you can see it on top of things when, you, when you're... Uh, uh, you, and you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. And uh, so, so if, if the mask won't stop the dust particle and it's getting into your nose and that's what's causing the, your irritation and your, your uh, uh, you know, allergies to flare up, why would you think that it would stop a virus? I don't know. Just me. Again, I didn't bring it up, but I thought it was something to think about because it's just, it's so blatantly right there. You know, they, they were talking about uh, uh, mass psychosis. Somebody brought that up and said that we're actually suffering from that. I think that uh, one doctor who was on Joe Rogan, I, I can't remember what his last name is, super, super smart guy. Uh, this is a guy that actually has patents on the uh, uh, you know, COVID uh, va- not vaccines, but the, uh, yeah, the vaccines actually. Anyway, he, he was mentioning that, that he's called it mass psychosis and, and it's something that happened in the twenties and the thirties in Germany is what he was making a reference to. And I think he's right because if you think about it, we've all kind of lost our minds with this thing. We're not using our, our thinking hat. We're not using, as my grandma would say, the, the brain that God gave you because if you think about it, it's, it's kind of like, here's an example. Say you're on a, let's say you're on a train, okay? And if you've ever been on a train, Amtrak especially, they have an observation car. Let's just say we're on that, okay? And we're standing there, and you've got a guy here that's uh, not the conductor, but whatever. He's, he's a member of the staff, and he's pointing out things of reference, you know, things of interest that you can see on the horizon or closer or, you know, on the left-hand side of the train, on the right-hand side of the train. All right, and he, you know, on the left-hand side, he's saying, okay, on your left, you'll see uh, the mountain ranges. You'll see the cactus. Uh, here to your left, you'll also see that lake. And you see, you know, any number of things. Only problem is, when you or I look out there, we don't see anything. It's nothing but a barren desert. Nothing. Nothing's there. But everybody on the, on the train's going, oh, yeah, that's great. I see that. That's Oh, that's so pretty. And then he says on the, on, on the right side, you'll see this, this huge lake and the dam, and you can see, you know, and there's nothing over there. And the problem is, I'm afraid to say anything because I'm afraid I'm the only one not seeing it, right? Isn't that how you feel right now? The rest of the people, even if they can't see it, are joining in, right? That's what's going on right now. It's unbelievable what's happening. It's unbelievable. You could show people indisputable proof of what you're saying. And in this day and age where our society is at, they would not believe it. And they they would blame it on any number of things. White supremacy, Donald Trump, you know, uh, uh, misinformation. You go down the list, okay? There's a half a dozen things they could blame it on and go about their merry way and live their life as the government 
takes more and more of your freedoms away. And apparently they're okay with that. I don't know. I, I, that was just off the top of my head. I, I, I saw that and I thought, that is exactly what that's like. Yeah, and I, I feel like I'm on a deserted island just screaming at the top of my lungs. No one can hear it. There are a few. There are a few people out there. If you're listening to this, you're probably one of them. And it, it, it just amazes me how people can... You, you, you've heard the, old, the, the story of the, the, the king with, uh, n- 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 with no clothes, right? I, 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 I may be paraphrasing that incorrectly, but you know what I'm talking about. It was a king walking around. Somebody telling me he had clothes on that were just the best of, of all time. And he walked out naked. And the whole crowd applauded because they were going along with the joke. They were saying, you know, somebody told him he's got, he's got clothes on. It's great. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how we're going to come back from this because I don't know that you can. So anyway, we're going to go on down with the three things. I had three different items I wanted to talk to you about today. One is the jobs report. All right. Now it came up lame this time. I think we had 199,000 jobs created in the United States and they were expecting 400,000. Okay. Now, when it comes to the White House, there are three things that you can depend on. Three things that they, they, they do on a regular basis. Okay. They have lies. They have damn lies. And then they have malarkey, apparently, in this administration. All of them are bullshit, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, Biden's trying to say, he's trying to spin this. He's trying to say that he's created more jobs than any president in American history. That's a lie, okay? Now, some of these jobs, the majority of these jobs that he's, he's taking claim and, and credit for are jobs that weren't created. They were just put back online, okay? Say you're in a factory and COVID hits, uh, we lay everybody off, okay? Other than the people working in the office. So you've got 100 people laid off. You've got 20 working in the office. So you've got 120, 120 people there. All right. When they come back to go back to work, that's not a job created. But Biden's taking credit for that. He's saying, well, I created 100 jobs. No, he didn't. Those were jobs that were already here. You have to create jobs where they build another building and hire new people, not people coming back. Now, he's trying to say he's done better than Reagan on job, uh, job creation. And that's total nonsense. These are restoration jobs. These are not new jobs. Okay? Yeah, I mean, when COVID, when COVID came along, and it, it was made in China, by the way, just like everything else in America. You ever wonder why all the flus always come from China? Do you get the feeling sometimes that maybe they've been doing this all along? Do you think maybe that's possible? Do you think that they've been pushing these out on a regular basis just to screw with us? I mean, it'd be a perfect way to do it. It'd be, and I, I know I'm getting off the beaten path here, but do you ever wonder about that? Because this, this was made in China. I mean, pick up any item that's within five feet of you right now and flip it over and find out where it was made. It was made in China. Well, COVID was too. So when, when Biden comes out and says that he created all these jobs, that is, I don't know how you spend coming up half short of what was expected. I don't know how you do that. Trump has created more jobs. They're new jobs. Biden's having a heck of a time, okay? And, you know, most of these job losses that happened back during COVID, they were at a state level. The executive does not have, the executive in charge does not have the ability to make, to create jobs. He just doesn't. 
you can help. You can help the state. Trump did that. He removed tons of regulation. Did he create jobs? Did he go out and say, okay, we're going to have A, B, and C come in and build factories in uh, Georgia? No, he didn't do that. He can't do that. What he does is he tries to eliminate regulation. He tries to make favorable trading deals with you know, our par- partners so that American uh, uh, industry will build new buildings, new manufacturing facilities in the United States. That's what it was about. You know, it, it, this, it, it's a horizontal change is what it is when you talk about these. Tens of, when you've got tens of millions of people out of work, you know, it, and when they come back, that doesn't mean you created tens of millions of jobs. So, I don't know. I don't know. We've, uh, we've got some problems here. I don't know that he's going to be able to get around this. I, I, I look really forward to seeing the uh, uh, State of the Union address, which I'll, I'll address here in a few minutes, because it's, it's never been moved to any later than February 15th. Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, I, I, I think that's one reason they're waiting till, to do this. I, actually, we'll talk about that right now. Uh, State of the Union's never been later than February 15th, ever. In American history, it just has. Now it's a snooze fest. I don't know if you've ever watched them. They're, it's a snooze fest. It really is. You've got you got the the left on one side, the right on the other, and we'll say something. And if it's good for the Democrats, the Democrats will clap. And you you know the drill. And if it's if it, if they're making fun of somebody, you know the 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 Democrats will clap because the GOP looks bad. It, it's a joke. Okay. Now he's wanting to wait until March 1st, because then the new jobs uh, numbers will be out. And also the inflation, uh, GP, GNP, uh, all that. And he's hoping, this is a Hail Mary, he's hoping against hope that this, these numbers are better. And I don't think they're going to be. I really don't. And I guarantee it's not going to be if they uh, push this mandate. If, if SCOTUS rules in favor of the mandate, you're going to have horrible job numbers because I know tons of people are going to quit their jobs over this. Yeah. yeah. I know tons of truck drivers that will not be, uh, you know, uh, will not adhere to this. Not, not a chance. So he's hoping, see, he's actually, I don't know, you know, with, with, with Biden, he's not that smart, but the people behind the scenes that are, that are making this call, is it possible? And I, I, you know, call me wacky, but is it possible that the Biden administration made sure this went to the, to the White House or to the uh, Supreme Court so that he could lose. And, and, and stick with me here, because the reason I say that is, is he's going to have somebody to blame now for all the deaths and the failure that they had on this. If SCOTUS rules against him on this mandate, he can look back and say, hey, I did everything I could, but SCOTUS blocked me. Those damn, uh, uh, you know, conservative judges that Trump appointed. You see what I'm talking about? This may be an end run. I don't know that these people are that smart. I really don't. Because from what they've done over the past year, I highly doubt that they are. But at the end of the day, that would work. That would make him look a lot better. He would be able to go to the State of the Union and say, hey, I don't know what to tell you. I tried my best. I tried to make sure everybody's uh, uh, vaccinated, but they wouldn't let me. Right? So don't blame me. Look at the other guy, right? So I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. 
I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me. And, and, if, and if they didn't think of that, they may think of it later and go, hey, this actually worked out to our benefit, right? Okay, so let's see. Jobs report, a joke. Uh, let's see. State of the Union, eh, it's going to be a joke. It's, it's never, like I said, it's never been later than uh, uh, March 1st. So, or, I mean, February uh, 15th. So, I don't know. I don't know. They, uh, you do realize he's been on vacation more than the last three presidents combined. Okay? He's been on vacation longer. Now, this is the same group who, and they're absolutely saying nothing about this. Okay? Because what they'll try and do is they try and spin it to, well, he goes home and works from Delaware. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. They're pumping him full of drugs, trying to keep his head in, in this, in this uh, dimension is what they're trying to do. So, but God forbid uh, Trump go on, you know, play golf, right? I mean, they, they, they just chewed him up and spit him out over that one. You know, we can't have that. We can't have a president playing golf, but we can have a guy who doesn't even spend the weekends at the White House. It's like a part-time gig for Biden, which doesn't surprise me. The guy's a loser anyway. He's, a, he's been a loser his whole life. So this is, not, this, is, this is not out of his character whatsoever. You know, but uh, I just think it's funny that nobody brings that up, and they won't because you know, mainstream media is not going to do it. And lane, you know, uh, all, all tech doesn't get a chance to because we've only got 14 people in the press uh, secretary's uh, off, or, you know, room now. So anyway, uh, another thing I wanted to go over right quick was something I ran across, and that's the national debt. And I know this is boring as can be, and I, I won't spend much time on it. But when people talk about the national debt, they don't understand how this works. And I'm no genius at it, okay? But I do know how this works to some degree. First of all, national debt. You know, you've heard the saying, oh, well, he, he balanced the budget, right? I think Clinton did that one time. First time the balanced, the, 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 the uh, um, budget's been balanced and. Since six, I think it was since Kennedy. My God, we were celebrating that. Yeah, but you don't understand. That has nothing to do with the deficit. The deficit is completely different than the budget. You know, when they say that, oh, a deficit spending's down, all that means is you're not going into debt faster. You're, you're backing off a little bit. It doesn't have anything to do with the trillions that you owe. It just doesn't. Okay? You know, it, and the trillions that you owe, here's, here's the funny thing. What's the first thing people say when you, you talk about the deficit? They say, ooh, China calls our debt. We're big trouble. Yeah. Eh, not so much. Not so much. Do you, know who old, do you know who owns the most of our debt? Who, who actually owns it? It's not China. It's actually Japan. They hold the most. China's second. And then it, and it drops off to the Federal Reserve. As a matter of fact, Japan only owns uh, $1.32 trillion of our debt, and China owns $1.7, 1.07. So it's not like if they would call it debt, what do we do? If they call it debt, we'll just print more money. It'll hurt us financially as far as inflation. But you can get away with this. We just spent $3 trillion on an infrastructure bill. I think it would get pulled off paying China $1.07 trillion, right? So when people say that, that's really not the truth, okay? Most of our debt is held by the Federal Reserve, which most people don't know how that works either. The Federal Reserve, let me tell you, Federal Reserve is as federal as Federal Express. It has nothing to do with the federal government, okay? 
they're a central bank. They're owned by about six banks. Don't let anybody kid you. That is not federal. All right. And the Federal Reserve came into existence on December 23rd, 1913. Okay. Under Woodrow Wilson. Under the, under the cloak of darkness on uh, Christmas Eve, basically. Right. They pushed this thing through. What they did, what they did was they, ultimately what the Federal Reserve is, and this is simplistic as it can be, the Treasury Department collects the money, they give it to the Federal Reserve, and six banks own all that money. Okay, they take all the money, they loan it back to the federal government at an, at an interest. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then what's the federal, federal Reserve do? They give the money out, basically, at zero interest to people like Citicorp, uh, Chase Manhattan, and then they turn around and loan you the money, usually through credit cards or, you know, whatever, and charge you 26% when they're getting the money for zero. Pretty good gig, right? Yeah. So the Federal Reserve, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't need to exist. The Treasury Department could do this. They really could. We were fine up until 1913. Let's see, we've been around since, what, 1776? And on December 23rd, 1913, they decided we needed to have a central bank. Not a good idea. And it hasn't been since. I, oh, and here's a funny thing. By coincidence, you know when the federal income tax was instituted? It was the same damn day. Yeah, so tell me that's a coincidence. But anyway, getting back to where our money is actually. The Federal Reserve owns most of it. State and local governments own a chunk of it. Mutual funds, pension funds, insurance companies, savings bonds. That's where all the money's at. Yeah. So it's basically us that owns our own debt. It's kind of weird, but it, that's how it works. And very, again, that's simplistic, and I may have, I may have uh, skipped over some stuff. But in essence, that's how it works. So don't let anybody kid you. We're not going bankrupt. They love saying that. And it would be good not to spend as much money because, you know, how it's pretty hard to run a, uh, uh, a personal, uh, well, your family budget if you're spending, you know, more than you take in on a, on a, on a monthly basis. And, and I agree, that would be better. We would be better off. But there are a lot of, a lot of factors that, that go into this. It's complicated. And uh, I could talk for, if I knew everything that needs to be said, I could talk for hours on this. Okay, the Federal Reserve. And I know when you talk about the Federal Reserve to anybody else, their eyes glaze over. They're like, I don't want to talk about this. It's stupid. Yeah, no one wants to talk about it. But, but if there's one thing you want to remember, and be sure and write this down so you remember it, the Federal Reserve is not part of the federal government, okay? No matter what it says, okay? The Federal Reserve is not. It's a privately owned corporation, and it's owned by about six, I think it's six banks own it. Yeah. And uh, so the, you know, the head of the Federal Reserve, she's not a government official, okay? She doesn't work for, the president has the, he has the ability to talk to her and sway her opinion stuff. She doesn't work for him. So, you know, that's why we're in the, that's one of the reasons we're in the position we're in today. And as far as I'm concerned, it hasn't worked, okay? That's only 110 years that we've had this thing. And we've been in existence for over 250. So the way I look at it, I don't think it's working, and we probably should come up with a different idea. And we're going to go back to the gold standard. That's what I think, but that's just me. All right, I'm going to go into the stories of the day that I like. And I apologize for being late today again. Eyes were dilated, and I couldn't find my way down the hallway. So number one, CDC says 70, 75% of COVID deaths are, are uh, those with at least 
four comorbidities, okay? 75%, that's a lot. These numbers are going to come up, and they're going to look really big. You know what it's going to look like? It's going to look like a little bit higher than average flu season when you get right down to it. Yeah, as far as the deaths are concerned. Uh, number two, Nancy Pelosi makes $30 million on insider trading, okay? Now, the other day, she was quizzed on that, and she basically said, yeah, we have the right to do that. And if you don't like it, uh, basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, tough shit. That's what she said. And it was like, uh, let them eat cake. I really don't care. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in 2012, now this was during the Obama administration, so do the math on this one. They passed a law that said, and it was, it was the stock, uh, what was it called? Stock, the Stock Act law. Okay, now what that means is, and you're going to love this, what that means is if I'm a congressman or I'm a senator and I get insider trading information, I know a merger's coming up between two companies and no one else knows it and I go out and buy stock, yeah, I can do that. I can do that legally as long as I report it within 45 days. That's the only law. That's the only rule. I just got to tell somebody that I did that within 45 days. All right? Does that seem fair to you? Because it doesn't to me. Yeah. All right. I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Nancy Pelosi should be ashamed of herself. And I know she's not because she's a psychopath. And her old man is too. And they're making millions of dollars doing this. And nobody's saying a word. Nobody's even taking it up. Yeah. Least of all, Joe Biden. And, and his Department of Justice? Give me a break. Not a chance. And his SEC? Not a, not a chance they do anything about this. At least not in this term. Eh, let's see, number three, Cinema and Mansion. Uh, they are saying, no way, Jose, to that uh, uh, doing away with the filibuster. So, uh, Democrats are having, a, they're having cows over this. They, they can't really stand it because they want that H.R. 1 passed so they can get people to vote from home and get illegals to vote. That's what we want. Because so, the only way a Democrat, I've, I've, I've learned this over the last few years, the only way the Democrats can win an election is if they cheat. That's it. Because if you don't think they cheated in 2020, then you aren't looking card deaf, okay? Uh, let's see, number four. Let's go Brandon LGB coin. Uh, they signed an eight-figure deal with Brandon Brown, the, guy that, uh, the NASCAR driver. Now, NASCAR says you can't put let's go Brandon on the side of the car because everybody knows, that, knows what that means. But I think it's interesting. I think they'll probably get around that in some, some way. I don't know how they're going to do that. But I guarantee you, LGB coin is not doing that. And they're not, they're not paying that kind of money to not have their, that, that on his car. Okay. So something's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, number five, British Medical Journal says that, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, they say that, uh, they say that British, um, uh, that Pfizer falsified data. Yeah in their, in their uh, lead up to the Pfizer uh, vaccine. They're saying they falsified data. They unblinded patients, which is unheard of in a, in a blind study. You can't do that. And I don't even know that much about it, but you can't unblind them, okay? You can't just do away with those people because the, the numbers didn't come up the way you said. You can't do that. That's, that's the whole idea behind a blind study is to see how it affects everybody. Some people have the vaccine, some don't. And then we see the results. You know, they unblinded them. Yeah. Uh, they employed inadequate training. Yeah. 
for vaccinators, and they were slow to file follow up on adverse effects. No wonder they didn't want. No wonder Pfizer was pushing the FDA to make sure that we couldn't even see what went on for seventy five for the next seventy five years. That's the first chance we would get to look at anything that had to do with the Pfizer uh, vaccine. That's what they were pushing for. I think a federal judge has gotten involved since then. I think they're saying in eight months. Yeah. So still, I don't think that's quick enough. I think they, you know, they talk about transparency. This is, this is the biggest part of it right here is when you do stuff like this. Uh, Italy says out of 130,468 deaths, only 3,783 were attributed to the COVID. Okay. Now there's a big difference between dying from the COVID and dying with the COVID. Okay, and this, these numbers are starting to come out now, and it's making uh, <laughs> this narrative look pretty silly. And I guarantee you, these people are going to double down on this. Australia, you know, France, Germany, they're going to double down on this, no matter what the numbers say. So get rid of, ready for that. Uh, let's see. Number seven, a World, War, a World War II soldier's letter was delivered to uh, his, which was actually addressed to his mother was delivered to his uh, widow eight decades late. Now, what's that tell you about the post office? I think that's hilarious. If that, is, if that doesn't sum up the entire United States Postal Service, I don't know what does. It was really a sweet uh, story. Uh, the widow was just thrilled to death. You know, he had died several years back, and, and it was really neat, but they couldn't figure out where this thing had been. Where do you find a letter from that, that far back? I, 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 where has where, that thing been? Nobody sweeps the floor at the Postal Service or what? Uh, let's see, number eight. Uh, oh, Biden has had fewer pressers than the last five presidents. Imagine that. Does that surprise you? Because it doesn't surprise me. Uh, let's see, number nine, Bob Saget dies. Now, this is a guy who just did a, I believe it was a Instagram video uh, hours before he passed away saying that he gets vaccinated a couple times a day. He was a big positive guy about the vaccines. Did that kill him? I don't really know. Will we ever find out? Probably not. But we've gone into auto mourning because I've never met the man. It's a shame he died at 65. Other, outside of that, I really don't care. But if you look at Twitter or any of the uh, Facebook pages, everybody acts like this was their, their closest uncle that died. And if that tells you, that tells you all you need to know about society, it's pathetic. Uh, number 10, oh, and this is one of the biggest ones that I saw today, was more U.S. military died from suicide than COVID since the beginning of COVID. And folks, if you want to be sad about anything, that's it right there. It's up 16% suicide deaths in the military. And, and what are they trying to do? They're trying to force these guys, people fighting, you know, volunteer, volunteer force, trying to get them to, to force them to take this vaccination. I, I, I just think it's one of the saddest, saddest commentaries about the United States right now that I can think of. So anyway, that's all I got today, and uh, we will talk again tomorrow. And remember, no matter what NASCAR says, let's go, Brandon. <laughs>